0: Hello and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Adams, and I'm so glad that you're joining me for this episode. We're going to be talking about the Lord and His strength during uncertain times, and I am so glad that you're here. If you're new to the podcast, let me introduce myself. I am a homeschool graduate from the prehistoric pioneer days of the homeschooling movement. I've been married to my husband, Matt, for over 21 years, and we have seven children. We have homeschooled them all along the way and graduated our firstborn. She's in college, and we're still homeschooling the other six, and we'll have another homeschool graduate this spring. So um, welcome. I'm glad you're here, and we usually start out the podcast with a scripture verse. So today, I'm going to be reading from Isaiah 46, verse 4 even to your old age, I am he. And to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. I will carry and will save. And when you look at the Hebrew word uh, for save, it's malot, And it means to escape, to deliver, to save, to be delivered. And so I want you to keep in mind as we go through this talk today, this episode, that God is the one who saves us and delivers us in times of trial and tribulation and uncertainty. He is our strong rock and our refuge. Well, ladies, I know that uh, my heart has been so heavy over events happening in the culture politically and just the way it's shaking our our culture economically, politically, emotionally, physically. 2020 was a hard year and unfortunately it seems that um, a lot of those hardships are just being carried over into 2021 and we really need to be women of the word. If there was ever a time we need to be soaking and basking in the word of God. We need his truth in 2021. So we're going to um, look right now at um, Psalm 42 and starting in verse five. Why are you downcast? O my soul. And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. My salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep. At the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. I want to encourage you today, ladies, to hope in God. He is our salvation. He is our God. And I admit that there have been many moments lately where my soul has felt downcast, where I am eas- easily brought to anxious thoughts, fearful thoughts about the future and what is going on, and what we will face as believers, what our children will face in days ahead. What the future looks like, what's on the horizon, many unanswered questions. We have been so blessed in this country to have freedom, to worship God freely, to be able to work hard and achieve success. And we've had so many material blessings. And it seems that a lot of those things are at risk right now. And we may not have it so easy as we have had. And that gives me great concern for my children and my grandchildren. But we are told to hope in God, and He is that rock, and He is the hope that we have. He is our eternal hope. And so we need to be renewing our minds with that truth. Corey Tim Boone said If you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. If you look at God, you'll be at rest and that's what we need right now we need rest for our weary souls i think that all that has happened in 2020 has beat us down i think people are weary and so you know we have the hope of the gospel and the bible tells us to be prepared to give an answer uh, for the hope that we have in christ And I have had opportunity a little bit to do that, to just let people know that my hope is in Christ when the topic of COVID and all that's going on in the world has come up. It's been a good opportunity to be able to say, my help is in the lord or i'm trusting in god to take care of us and so um as believers we do have hope and this is an opportunity and you know as the culture around us is getting darker I want to encourage you that the light shines brighter in the darkness and so i want to focus on a few points today what do we do with all of this you know there's just so much raging around us Uh, so much frustration so much disappointment so much confusion uh, politically and just unrest in the nation and, and concerns for the future People are very concerned about their livelihood and their jobs and what's going to happen economically. People are concerned about their health. Some people have lost loved ones to the virus. Um, So we need to be looking to the Lord. We're in troubling times. And what do we do? And so um, I want to encourage you, first of all, There's there's three things I want to focus on. The first one is I want to encourage you just to come to the Lord, to meet with the Lord more faithfully, to take your relationship with the Lord to a deeper level, to be listening to the Lord um, more carefully, um, to be asking the Lord, what is it? in my life that is not pleasing to you what do you want to show me what do you want my mission to be what should i be about what should the priorities be for our family what are your callings on my life if you're single what is your calling on my life or at least during this season of singleness lord how do you want me to serve you in this season If you're married and you have children, Lord, how can I more faithfully disciple the hearts of my children and point them to gospel hope and prepare them for the days ahead? It's so sad, ladies, to hear my children, especially my older ones, asking hard questions about what the future will look like. They are concerned. And we just had a, a time of prayer as a family where we just, there was all this discussion going on and, and we just said, why don't we sit down and pray about this as a family? And it was really good, but they're asking hard questions and they're hearing a lot of different things as I am. You know, when I, I look and uh, look online and see different news articles, there's so many different things being said, and uh, whether we're talking about COVID or about masks or about um, what's happening politically and with the election and all these things, there's just so many um, different uh, takes and opinions and things being said, and it's a lot even mentally, it's a lot to kind of wade through all of that. My husband and I were talking the other day about it's just exhausting to even mentally carry all of this. And then emotionally, it's it's exhausting. And so we need to be coming to the Lord. We need to be listening carefully for his voice and we need to be obeying what he shows us. I believe the Lord is wanting to wake up a sleeping church. I believe that he is wanting to shake us up as his body and for us to really live like the followers of Christ that we claim to be. He wants for us to forsake the world and the culture around us. And, and I don't mean forsake them as um, Abandon them and not share the gospel with them or I have relationship um, to point them to Christ. No, I'm talking about loving the world. The Bible says to not love the world um, the value systems of the world, uh, many of the entertainments of the world, um, the pride in the world. Pride is a deadly sin, and so often we fall into that. And we need to repent of that. The church needs to repent of its pride. You see, when we fail to realize our need for the Lord, how needy we are before him, we are prideful and we need to be humbled to see our need for the Lord each and every day. And when the pressure comes on and we start to worry about our health or about our livelihood or our safety it has a way of quickly driving us back to the Lord and to the cross and humbling us so that we say Lord we need you the Bible says that and judgment will begin in the house of God and I believe that we as followers of Christ need to be throwing off the things of the flesh the things of compromise where we've compromised with the world and lived according to the world's value systems, where we've lived in pride, where we've lived according to um, materialism, and where we have not had the focus on eternity that we need as as the body of Christ. We're all guilty of these things to some degree or another, and, and we just need to throw off everything that hinders, and we need to be listening to the lord he wants to speak to us he wants to sanctify us individually he wants to sanctify us as families he wants to consecrate us and set us apart for his kingdom purposes and we can't even imagine what god might do through us if we are fully surrendered to him and fully available to his service and so I think it's a time for prayer and really abiding in Christ and really just listening and obeying what the spirit says to our hearts, not comparing ourselves with others, not saying, well, I'm, I'm doing pretty well because I'm doing better than that person over there. No, we need to be saying, Lord, am I pleasing to you? Am I doing what you have called me to do? is our family walking in what you're calling us to. So those are some things I've been thinking about, and um, just about coming to the Lord, returning to the Lord with all of our hearts, throwing off everything that hinders. The second thing that I want to talk about on this episode is also waking others up those that we have influence around who may not really know what is going on. Um, really sharing truth with others, certainly sharing the gospel with others. Also just helping others to think through what is going on in the world around us in light of a biblical worldview. The Bible tells us to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So how can you encourage others? to see the truth in such confusing times. How can you share biblical truth with others? How can you um, get involved and spread truth about political things that are going on and just be able to point people towards God's wisdom, his biblical truth, his principles, and alerting people to what is going on in the culture around us? What is going on politically? What we need to be doing to preserve freedom? How can we be proactive in that? Freedom is never free. It always comes at a high price. And I'm afraid that we as Americans have really been just asleep. We have taken our freedoms for granted that others fought very hard for. You know the founders of this country came over they wanted to have the freedom to worship god freely to raise their children in the nurture and admonition of the lord and they were willing to risk their lives for that and we have become so complacent and um really just kind of living a mediocre kind of christian life in many cases we need to wake up and we need to call others to wake up we need to pray for revival starting in our own hearts and our own families and then reaching out to others calling others to revival calling others to seek the lord and to seek those things that are above kind of that idea of follow me as i follow christ make the most of every opportunity then um the third thing is Commit all the more to the work that God has specifically and uniquely called you to. Maybe you're single and you have a lot of time and energy to pour into certain ministries um, or certain causes, you know, maybe the pro-life movement or um, local politics in your area that you can help to shape and to make an impact Um, maybe ministry in your church, maybe discipleship of younger ladies, things like that. Maybe you're a mother and you need to realize that now more than ever, we need to focus on discipleship in our homes. We need to be, um, just reading the word of God and putting, um, examples of great men and women of the faith before our children, reading biographies of great Christians, singing together as a family in the home, and singing to the Lord, teaching our children the great hymns of the faith. You know, I don't want to think that one day we might face persecution, but it is a very real possibility. It's amazing just the censoring that is going on um, already. Uh, all over Facebook and Instagram and different things, a parlor being shut down and just all kinds of crazy stuff that's going on, even just in this last week that I've been hearing about. And, and so, you know, we don't know what if our Bibles were taken from us? What if we didn't have nearly the freedom that we have now to worship God freely? Um, you know what? The word of God in the hymns that are stored up in your children's hearts can never be taken from them. I encourage you to encourage your children to memorize the word of God, to read large passages of the word of God individually and his families and to sing the great hymns of the faith. One day, if they are in very trying times, you want those hymns of the faith to come back to their hearts and minds that they could sing to the Lord. Um, Johnny Erickson Tata talks about this, um, how that when she had her diving accident, how that God brought those hymns of the faith back to her in some very dark times in the hospital and um you know i know in my life that the hams have just been like friends that have gone with me through various seasons of my life and have been a great comfort to me in fact yesterday our family attended a wedding of a dear Christian friend of ours, a young lady in our church. And um, it was a beautiful God-focused wedding. It just brought so much glory to him. So many of the things they did in the ceremony were so purposeful and intentional. And they just wanted the gospel to shine forth through um, their ceremony. And they wanted people to see what God had done. And kind of the theme of their wedding um, was God is faithful. And, um, but we sang hymns at the end of the wedding and some of those hymns, some of the lyrics of those hymns just pops off the page at me in a new way in light of what we're currently facing. And, um, so the hymns of the faith, they, they tend to minister to our hearts in different seasons of our lives in different ways. You know, one season of your life, a particular verse, um, maybe verse one is going to really be pertinent. Another season, another year of your life, maybe verse four um, will be the the one that will really minister. And so um, I've just found that different hymns have gone with me through different seasons of my life and have been a blessing and just been able to renew my mind in truth in different ways and I encourage you just to really focus on intentionality in your home we have um kind of struggled with getting off track a little bit with our circle time because we just went through this huge move and then the holidays and so I have been trying to bring it back a little bit but it hasn't come back in full force the way I normally have been so intentional about that circle time with my children where I'm seeking to read good literature and talk about Christian worldview or apologetics and sing hymns and pray with them and all of this, um, that I do in the morning time with them, um, we're working back into it. But I have, I've felt, um, just the void in not having it as regularly or as, um, fully as we normally would. And it's time for us to get back into it. So we're working back into it, but, um, those times are powerful and you will never regret after your children are grown and gone that you took the time to focus on discipleship. Whether that's something you mamas are doing with your children or you know something that you're doing as a whole family um or whatever it may look like. Just um walking with your t- children and teaching them throughout the day and throughout the night. Um, as Deuteronomy talks about as you walk along the way and as you lie down and as you rise up teaching them about the ways of the Lord. We have this window of time and we don't know um, what it's going to be. Right now we have Christian radio and we have Christian YouTube channels and Christian podcasts and Christian books and our Bibles. We all have so many Bibles on our shelves. Are we reading those Bibles? Are we reading those good books? I encourage you right now, be building a strong Um, library of Christian books that inspire your family to faith and virtue and truth and good and godly role models. I think this is the time to throw away the world's, you know, pop stars and um, superheroes and all of those things. Those are not the role models that we want for our children. We want our children to have the role models of Amy Carmichael's and Corey Tin Boom's and Eric Littles and, you know, all these these people, Perpetua and these people that stood for Christ, Jim and Elizabeth Elliot. We want them to see a true hero is one who dies to self and lives for Christ. That's the true hero. Let's be filling our children's minds and hearts with true heroes of the faith. Let's be really getting them into the word of God. Let's be having the word of God in our speech and pouring forth from our mouths. Let's encourage them with the hope of the word of God. I have been looking in the Psalms because like I said, it's easy for my heart to, to fear and to find itself in an anxious place right now and the Psalms are so encouraging that's why we started with Psalm 42 um, earlier in the podcast why are you downcast oh my soul because we have hope no matter how dark the situation we have hope because of the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, we know that we're on the winning side I want to encourage you with that ladies we are on the winning side. We know that the Lord Jesus Christ is victorious in the end, and we are on his side if we are um, in Christ. And so let's, let's pray for all of our children to be found in Christ, that the Lord will make their salvation sure, that uh, you know they, they will know him and experience that regeneration, and that we as families will all be with the Lord together. And so I want to encourage you with those three things, just a coming back to the Lord um, on a deeper level and then waking others up and then committing to whatever it is that God has called you in your life and your particular season of life to be doing, to do it with all of your heart as unto the Lord. Um, no mediocrity, but with all of our hearts serving the Lord. We don't know how much time we have. Maybe the Lord is going to return soon. Let's be about kingdom priorities. Let's live in light of eternity. I hope that is an encouragement to you ladies. Um, I'd love to hear from you. That encourages my heart to hear from listeners. So you can leave me uh, comments over on iTunes and um, you can connect with me through social media. And I just uh, love to hear who is listening and Um, Thank you so much. I encourage you to also go over to my website, LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com. You can find a lot of the previous episodes over there. And also we have a store where we have some resources to encourage you in pursuing this family discipleship. We have the word study scripture writing journals for ladies and young ladies. We have my picture book, a legacy of faith for young ladies. That is a sweet read for mothers and daughters. It is a story, but there are also project ideas and um, my book, Legacy: Reflections of a Homeschooled Homeschooling Mama, and my husband's book to encourage fathers that is called Ordinary Homeschool Dad. Then we have some other resources from Israel and Brooke Wayne, and uh, some from Scott Lapierre, and some other things. So I encourage you to check that out. I think you will be encouraged by that. Well, ladies, um, let's be strong in the lord not in our own strength let's be strong in the lord in the might of his power let's stay rooted and grounded in the truth let's seek to encourage one another as the days are getting harder we need The body of Christ. And again, even at that wedding yesterday, it was such a blessing just to see brothers and sisters in Christ and to talk and to encourage one another. We need that. And um, I just appreciate you spending your time to join me for this episode. I would love it if you would share the podcast with others. And I will just look forward to our next time together. So may the Lord be with you until we meet again.